0: Hey everybody, what's up everybody, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle, this is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show, check it out, check it out, I'm going to play you a song right now in the remembrance of the Queen of England, the Queen of England has died, the Queen has died, long live the King Charles' dogs, I love the King Charles breed, is a beautiful, beautiful breed, um, but I'm going to play you a song, a very traditional song, you might recognize it, maybe you won't, maybe you do, maybe you won't, but it's called God Save the Queen, and it goes something like this The rest, but you guys recognize that, you guys? What's up, Will? Do you know God Save the Queen? It goes like this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds familiar, sounds like somebody copped a melody. Sounds like, sounds like we copped the melody for My Country Tis of the We ran out of tunes apparently 300 200 years ago. We said that sound pretty good. Why don't we just uh, why don't we co-opt that <laughs> is that cultural appropriation <laughs> if we uh take a song that exists for the queen for the queen that's the god save the queen song you know that right this is queen little silhouette of a on the moosh, will you do the fun tingle? yeah look I'm, I'm going to call that uh, uh, God bless my cereal that's what I'm going to call that one just made it up, guys I've got some news for you I had a crazy. I, I didn't do the show yesterday, and there's a reason why I didn't do the show yesterday. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to take you through it. You're going to go on a journey through the fro into the mind of Aristotle Full Throttle, and you'll see what happened. You'll understand. You'll you'll hear my plight, and you'll say, "Well, well, hot damn, that that sure is a thing that happened to you yesterday." Um, I, uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. But first, my country tis of thee. I'm sorry, God saved Queen. go that's how it goes uh yeah very cool very cool that we qu- culturally appropriated that from england the queen is dead the queen is dead i don't know if you guys care or know or even think about the queen ever i don't but maybe you do I have a friend. I have a friend. She's from Scotland. She is Scottish, and apparently the Queen died in Scotland. She's the Queen of Scots, I guess. I don't know, but my friend was is always banging on, as they say in UK. They're always banging on about how the Queen is just the Queen is great, isn't she great? And I'm like, ah, she wears a. She seems stuffy. Looks like she puts too much starch in her laundry. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. So I said, uh, who, who, why? She's just some lady. She's just some lady. She's like, yes, but she's like a majestic lady. I'm like, she just happened to be born in that position. <sighs> she had no other job. She had one job, and that was to be majestic. Imagine that's your whole life. No, nah, she she actually was a kind of a leader. You know, she was very much a leader of the people but uh will how you doing? let me just play will's intro welcome everybody is this will to the show you got Yes, Will says uh, they already knew the melody and were like, F that, we're independent. That's right. Once you leave a country, the copyright laws do not apply to you anymore. So you could just go ahead and steal. I'm going to steal a bunch of Dominican songs and say that in mine. Um, Will, let me just tell you. Will, let me tell you. How are you doing today? What's going on with you in your world? I'll tell you what's going on in my world. I got a big, giant TV. I got a giant TV. You can't see it right now, but it's right above you. I'm looking at you, it's right there, it's giant, 75 inches, it's the whole wall. I love it. I love this so much for me, because uh, I, I can actually put all of the stuff that's on my computer up there through AirPlay, it just does it. it just immediately says AirPlay, I understand what's going on here. Uh, and my other, I have three monitors, I've got the main monitor for my computer that's garbage and need I need a replacement for, I've got my secondary LG monitor which is the same size the same dimensions as my main computer and then i have this gigantic 75 inch television which good lord almighty you have to come over and we gotta watch a movie because that's i'm just gonna be telling everybody hey movie night's my place let's go let's do this let's go i'll be like my my apartment is of the Come on over, watch a movie with me. But i tell you, it was not easy. Will says so, and worse by no more. Yeah, let me tell you something. It was not easy getting this TV. And guess what? This is the best of all. I'll tell you the best of all first. I'll go ahead and just jump into the best of all part. There's a defect in this TV. (laughs) Now, let me tell you the trouble I went through to get this television. There's a defect in it, and they have to take it back. The guy noted it when he installed it. He said, I said, "What's that? Oh, like, what's that little splotchy part on the screen?" He said, "Oh, that should go away." I'm like, "Okay." It seems like it's bleeding through. It's, it's a big. It's a splotch. I see it right now. I See it? There's like a light leak. It's a splotch. It's like a. It's like a light leak. It looks like that's what we say in photography. Where you see like sort of the edge of the frame is bleeding over. So I said, "Nah, that's that's not the way it's supposed to be." He's like, "Yeah, you're right. That's not supposed to be like that." It's not working. So he called his buddy. He said, hey, let me take a picture of this. this, The screen isn't working. Right. We got to replace it. So I went through this struggle. Look, I didn't do the show yesterday because I pulled apart my entire apartment. If you guys could see what's going on here, I got my guitar amp, my bass amp, my bass cabinet. I've got speakers here. I've got monitors here. I've got guitars and ukuleles and all kinds of stringed instruments over here. I've got my desk right here. This is like master control. I just plug in. I'm inside the matrix right now. Okay. Just just bear with me. Imagine what's going on here. I need all my creative things within arm's reach or else I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to get it. I don't want to get up and go plug something in. I want it to be on and ready to play. You see what I'm saying? Um, so I yesterday pulled everything apart because this is a wall, right? This is the wall. I'm in the Dreatrix. That's right. <laughs> You know, I found out some anagrams of my name today because I was looking to come up with a production company because I was writing my show. I'm writing a show right now. It's going to be hilarious. Watch out. Watch out. It's going to be a show. See, look, Hollywood doesn't want to hire me right now. I'll hire myself. That's how you do it. That's really how it's done. Do it your dang self. That's what I say. Because yesterday, you'll, I'll get to this part of the story. You'll hear this story about my television, my giant 75-inch television that I finally got installed on the wall but has to be replaced already. But let me just tell you, I pulled everything away from the wall so that it would accommodate the appointment that I had. Last Sunday, I went to Best Buy and said, hey, what about that TV right there? And they said, yeah, you could have that. How much? I said, how much? And they said, well, you know, we worked out a deal. I got a pretty good deal too. Found out a day later, though, TV dropped another hundred bucks. It was down seven hundred dollars, and then the next day I looked at the price on Best Buy's website, and it was down, a- and it was down another hundred dollars. Dropping picks left and right. I have hair picks. I have fro picks. I have guitar picks. So. I worked out. A deal. I, I like. I was like on the chat with Best Buy. I said, "Hey, dropped another hundred dollars." They said, "Okay, here's another hundred dollars back. Eight hundred dollars off this TV. Can't beat that, right?" Let me tell you, I went to the doctor on Tuesday, so I couldn't have them come and install the thing. But yesterday, by the way, the results from the doctor are positive. They took a lot of blood work. They're gonna see what's going on. The family the family has like some history of illness going on right now so so we're checking me out i'm getting checked out so i can make the so i can finish the series bring it to you and make your your day a little bit brighter and happier and you'll be laughing hysterically with memorable characters that you enjoy spending time with just like aristotle full throttle and if you're enjoying the show right now please subscribe like and share do all of those wonderful things i appreciate that and you can Become a, a subscriber on Twitch. And if you do that, that's like $3 a month. Listen, that's nothing, okay? What is that? $12 a year? I don't know how to do math. That's, that's not even that much. And then they, I worked out a deal. I got to TV. I scheduled an appointment from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesday, which was yesterday. And then I said, hey, uh, 10 o'clock rolls around. They call me. They say, hey, the guy... He said he's not going to be able to make it before 1. He's going to get there after 1. And I said, okay, what time after 1? Because I've been up since 7. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to coordinate, how to receive this guy. He said, after 1, we'll call you back. They don't call me back. At 2 o'clock, I get another call. He said, "Uh, our technician went to the store, and it turns out your TV isn't available and i'm like what are you talking about my tv is not available i just bought it they said it was ready to install it was ready to go they said, your t- the product is unavailable so now you know me you've been watching Aristotle full throttle and i'm like the product is unavailable really okay um so how is this my problem what's going on and then they said you got to call the store you got to call best buy so i called best buy and best buy said um no, the pro- the product is picked up and it's on the truck and it's on the way to your place. <laughs> so now I have the installation company saying uh, it's not available at Best Buy, and then Best Buy saying, "Oh yeah, they picked it up and it's on the truck, and it's on the way." So and then I go on the chat. <laughs> On the app, Best Buy has like a chat. You could talk to like Sandra K. You could talk to Stephen O. You could talk to all the different people on the Best Buy app. And I was doing that, and they said, uh, yeah, "Oh no, yeah, sorry, the product is unavailable." And I'm like, "Okay, wait." They said it was available, and then they said, "Oh, let me just check. Nope, it's available." Uh, now I'm now I'm just confused. I don't know where my TV is. First, it's honest its way. Now it's not on its way. Now it's unavailable. Now I'm calling around. Finally, I get the installation company on the phone. I'm like, where's the TV? They say it's on the way. They're like, oh, no, it wasn't available. So I go, okay, hold on. And then I call Best Buy. (laughs) And I get the Best Buy guy on the phone. And then I merged the calls. I merged the two calls. And I said, okay, you guys, tell each other what you just told me. Best Buy saying that... uh, that the product is available and that they have it. And the installation company is saying that the product is not available and that they don't have it. And I'm on a chat at the same time as I'm on the phone with the two people. And I said, hey, Stephen K., he says the product is on the truck and on the way to my house, that it should be installed by the end of the day, not to worry. Somebody is wrong. And it's not me. Also, why, how is this my problem? And then the two, I had listened. To, it was pretty funny. It got pretty catty between the the Best Buy guy and the installation company. The Best Buy guy said, so "Why are you even calling them? Why are you even calling the installation company? We you don't need to call them. I already talked to them. They didn't even show up today." <laughs> and then the the lady from the installation company, said, "Well, it's not available." And then the guy's like, "No, it's available. We got plenty of those TVs. It's tagged. It has his name on it." And then she said, "Well, our our." Our technician said that they they went and you guys didn't have it. And he's like, your technician didn't even show up. <laughs> and I go, you know what? That makes sense. Okay? Because I said to them, somebody. I'm like, where's my TV? I paid for the TV. I made an appointment. Where is it? Nobody seems to know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, boy. Tell me if I'm over-modulating, Will. Because I see that I'm going into the red Uh, So let let me just say, I got a little frustrated (laughs) because I didn't know. I had my whole apartment pulled apart. I couldn't do the show. I couldn't do my show. Is that too loud? I'm turning it down even. I couldn't do my show yesterday to talk to you. My whole place is pulled apart. I'm like, listen, guys, I gotta do stuff. I, you know, I got a life. They're supposed to be here before one. It's now. It's like three o'clock. There's nobody here. Nobody understands where the hell thing is. And then the guy says, okay, well, we can reschedule tomorrow with the same company, or the Geek Squad can come out in two weeks and do and install your TV. And uh, oh, that's loud. And I said, you know what? I said, you know what? I'll take my chances with the same company because I'd rather have my TV sooner. He's like, oh, well, if you need the TV sooner, then, you know, you go with that company. I said, nobody needs a TV. (laughs) Nobody needs a TV sooner. I just would like it sooner because that's what I I asked for. That's what I paid for. You know what I mean? So that was that. And uh, they came today. They came this morning. We figured it out. Worked it out. The guy helped, uh you know, I helped him put it on the wall and everything. It looks amazing. It's gigantic. It's gigantic. It's my whole wall. It's like a movie theater inside here right now. I got three monitors. I can go in between them. Listen, if you geek out like me about that kind of stuff, you, you'd be a geek land right now. It's my, my TV tis of thee. I was gonna go into the rock version of that, but so, so here it is. Here it is. The TV, and then the guy installed it. And of course, there is a big patch on the corner that is the the pixels are messed up. After all that silliness, the pixels pixels are messed up. Why do I get? I don't. I don't want to complain. I don't want to be like, why me and my TV? I'm just. I'm just saying it was. It was a uh, needless and annoying. But uh, I put everything back. I put every, all of my equipment back in its place. And uh, in two weeks, I'm going to have to pull it all back apart because the Geek Squad is coming to replace the TV in two weeks. But in the meantime, I get to play with this TV and, and learn how it works. And it works really well. I love it. There's so much. Everything is like talking to each other right these days. Like you could just tell your Apple computer to like airplay on the, on the TV. I logged into all my services. Whoever gets this TV next is going to be on my HBO but uh, I'll just say I logged into all my services and everything like that. So I got movies. I'm going to watch House of the Dragon episode three tonight on my gigantic TV. Come on over. Let's let's watch movies. Let's hang out. That's what I. That's what I. I got this for. So you know, it's fun. Movie nights. I, I, got, I got six people max. Six people max in here. No, that's the capacity of this place crunchy crap um, it's your TV on wheels your training wheels TV yes this is my training wheels TV but you know all while that was going on the queen died the queen has died long lived the king As King Charles now for like the next 10 years or so I guess I don't know he's not going to live to be 96 or whatever who knows? They they get so pampered their whole life. They're always getting checked for whatever. But uh, you know, the queen's dead. She's the leader of a people. She's the head of the church, the Protestant Church over there at the UK. If you guys didn't know that, she's the head of government and the church. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. They got a weird thing going on over there. <laughs> um, she's more of a figurehead though. No, they don't. They don't really like listen to her. She just appoints people of the, the, uh, the what do they call that? The monarchy. No, wait. Parliament. Parliament Funkadelic. She is George Clinton and she gets down and funky with Boosie Collins. You know what I mean? funk that sound like a <laughs> what, that's a doobie Brothers <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yes, yeah, this is my training wheels TV and listen if you're anything like me about TVs and technology, you love drop-down menus. I'm a guy who plays guitar and who plays the bass, and I like dials. I like knobs. I like sub-menus. You might get stressed out by those things. You might get stressed out by sub-menus, okay? Not me. Not me. I like it. I like that, okay? I will go through every sub-menu and every possible thing, because I just love searching for the capabilities of whatever technology that I'm using. See? I I really do that. Actually, yesterday I also had to do an audition, and nothing was set up. And I was auditioning for a, uh, I don't know if it's a remake, but it's a movie coming out, and I was auditioning for that. I mean, it's got the title of a movie that everybody knows, starring Eddie Murphy. So uh, I don't know if this one is starring Eddie Murphy, though, but anyway... You're not supposed to tell about your auditions, so forget I said that. It doesn't matter anyway. It's just fun. I'm enjoying that. In the meantime, I'm writing a series, and I'm having fun doing that, because that way I can watch uh, shows in my head. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to do when I watch, when I write my show? I'm going to have, like... It's always sunny in Philadelphia, just playing always on that TV. The giant TV above my head that's angled down, straight at that couch. Perfect viewing angle. It's amazing. It's the most amazing thing ever. I'm excited, and uh, that's that. Oh, the saga. I gotta tell you, the saga. But I really brought you guys here, because guess what? People are Crying. I'm gonna watch the third episode of House of the Dragon Rings or whatever the Onion Rings. I find it funny that people be like, "Yo, Game of Thrones, let's go! Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah." And then when you, as soon as you say like Lord of the Rings, you're like, "Ew, nah, ew." <laughs> like it's the same thing, right? <laughs> to me, it's the same. It's the same thing. I don't know. For me, it is. Maybe Hobbits is a little bit more for kids, but. Game of Thrones is like, it's just funny. You're like, oh, that's not okay. That's like me and Harry Potter. I go, get out of here with Harry Potter. I don't care about no magic. I don't care about no Harry Potter. Get out of here. He waves his magic wand. I don't, ew, ew, right? But then at the same time, I'm like, give me space wizards. Give me Wookiees. Give me Jedi and Sith. (laughs) It's weird, it's inconsistent, I'm just saying. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, ill Harry Potter, but yeah, use the force, Luke. Same thing. Right? It's all the same, said sick puppies. I would just like to also say, it is the Duber Brothers. Uh, but people got their panties in a twist right now. People have their knickers in a knot. They got their boxers in a bunch. They are upset right now. Because guess what? On uh, Ring of Power. They got black elves. They got black elves, black dwarves, black hobbits. Check it out. The black with the Irish accent. And you go, how's a black person have an Irish accent? You go, Oh, they live in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda of that easy, right? Um It's so silly. I just find it ridiculous. People are upset. Apparently, I didn't even know this was a controversy. Honestly, didn't even know. I'm just watching the show going, okay, we got black hobbits, we got black L's. All right, cool. And people are like, no, it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be purer. I'm like, wait, 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 hold up. Hang on a second. What? It's supposed to be pure. Did you just say that? What are you implying? (laughs) That black people in a Tolkien Lord of the Rings House of the Ring calls? That's on. It's look. There's a show right now on Amazon Prime. They will not let you forget that there's a show right now called Lord of the Rings or whatever. (laughs) I guess the Ring of Power. I'm going to try to remember it It's very, it's not easy for me to remember. The Ring of Power. And people are like, yeah, you can have wizards and elves and dwarves, but I won't believe that you can have black people. (laughs) Somehow, that is harder to believe than the presence of having black people in a far-off make-believe land. You with me? You understand what I'm saying? People can say, "I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll take wizards, I'll take fairies, I'll take elves, I'll take dwarves and hobbits, I'll take giant ravens." No, 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 no! Don't put no black people in there. (laughs) You can't have any black people in there. That's impossible. That's impossible. I'm losing my mind right now. I'm losing my mind at the fact that people are so stupid. They do not even understand their own, what they're saying. They don't even understand what they are saying. They don't understand what they're doing. Because I said to them, I said, okay, now everybody out there, can anybody name, you tell me, what are the only three ways that you can kill a vampire? Anybody got a guess? Let me know in the comments, what are the only three ways you can kill a vampire? It's a very simple, very simple question. Tell me the only three ways to kill a vampire. Let's see. Let's see what we got coming into the, the chat here. Is this Will? Do you have any, do you have any uh, ways you can kill a vampire? Some might say one thing. Some might say another thing. You might say sunlight. You might say garlic. You might say whatever. You might say holy water. Wait, that's... Then you might say a stake through the heart. Okay, that's four. Wait, hold on a second. Listen. You can kill a vampire any way you freaking choose because vampires don't freaking exist. It's as simple as that. You can kill a werewolf however you like because they don't exist. So I'll go with you on I'll go with you on the fact that there are no such thing as black elves but you got to come with me on the fact that there ain't no such thing as white elves either. So get your head out your butt and we'll get on with it. <laughs> I'm losing my mind at how stupid people are. They're just racist. They're 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 white supremacy. Is showing. (laughs) Uh, I think you dropped something. I think it's a Nazi flag. Listen, look. People, they don't want to admit their biases. They don't want to admit their racism. They don't want to admit it. They want to say, they want to hold those beliefs, but they want to credit outside sources and say, well, it's not me. I believe that. It's what's written, okay? It's not me who can choose to have free will and understand uh, reasoning and logic. It's, it's what's written in the pages, see? People will be like, well, that's like putting like white people in Wakanda. And I'm like, yeah, do that. Go right ahead. It's made up. <laughs> it's, it's made up. You could sprinkle in white people in Wakanda and it'll be fine. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> it's out people just out of their goddamn minds, losing their freaking minds. I can't believe it. Oh, Will what are we gonna do with these people? What we gonna do with these people? They just say, Well, it's not me that says that uh XYZ people are bad. This group of people, it's it's written in the Bible. The Bible says that. The Bible says what I, I interpret however I want to just confirm my own beliefs and biases. I'll just go with what the Bible says and make, make it fit my own prejudice. <laughs> oh, let me catch up with what Isis Will is saying. Um, they're going for authorial intent. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, you're, they're going for authorial intent. Which they're like Tolkien meant it to be this way, so who gives a crap? Who cares that Tolkien had a white world that he painted? Hire black people, hire whatever. You ever you, you ever notice there's a musical called Hamilton, and um, the characters are Americans, and that's the more important part about the character. Not the fact that they're all Hispanic and black and all different backgrounds, other than the actual quote "founding fathers of this country, the founding fathers." Okay, this country is built on the backs of black slaves um, and and other, you know, but mainly black slaves. Come on, let's people are like, "Well, the Irish,, you're like, yes, okay? The Chinese, yes, all right. The railroads got it. What? um mainly majority african slaves so the point i'm trying to make is authorial intent is garbage it doesn't matter just look at the star wars sequels <laughs> george lucas meant to be this way well, you know what they made what they wanted to make okay it's good bad or indifferent mr t proved they were <laughs> There are black elf mohawks," says Isis Will from his World of Warcraft commercial. To be clear, this thing about Lord of the Rings is coming from people who think they are the furthest thing from racist, but this is somewhat something they hold sacred. Yes, isn't Will? But just the flaw in that statement that they—I know you're quoting them. I know you're not saying that, but what they're saying is this is sacred and cannot be besmirched by black people <laughs> because black people it's it literally what they're saying do not ruin this by adding black people and some people always say oh it's a political choice it's a political choice no it's a casting choice okay it could be a political choice fine there are black actors and there are white actors there are actors why don't you why don't they it's the same thing that they say well why don't they just pick the best actor for the role Never picked the best actor for the role. They only picked the best marketing choice for the role, honestly. Um Isis Will says, not realizing treating things as sacraments and withholding them from people based on ancestry is the essence of what it means to be racist. Exactly. I had friends who were way into Lord of the Rings and played tabletop RPG role-playing games for Lord of the Rings with them, and no one made an issue of my race because they just needed enough people to play yeah nobody cares truly nobody get, get, but but here's the thing that's the exclusionary thing that people just they're like well it's supposed to be white it's supposed to be all white it's supposed to be whitewashed and you go okay well then black kids you know might not be able to connect to it in the same way they may not be able to connect to the material in the same way maybe not maybe um, maybe they don't see themselves as a Hobbit, <laughs> whatever. But the point of that whole situation is, uh, you know, don't be stupid, stupid. I, there, it's just, it is just racism. Let's face it; it is what it is. Let's call a racism a racism. Also, one of uh, the friends in the group had to recruit their younger brother to play. And he decided to play a female trickster, and the group was composed of conservative guys. Yeah, you could play anything you want. The show I'm writing, interestingly enough, has analogs of people in real life, and my analog happens to be someone who's non-binary and you know, female-bodied. It just happens to be, because <laughs> it doesn't have to be the same character. It's as Will says. So the desire to have... The the funny thing is, all of the characters in the show are half based on real people, and then the rest I just made up. So the desire just to have a chance to play the game was more important to them than their politics in the context of, guess what? A piece of fiction they made to entertain themselves. Yes, guys. If you're sitting there saying, look, this is a made-up world, and in this made-up world, there are only white people... (laughs) You just made up that world, which means you can make up black people too. It, you see the flaw in that logic? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? You're, you, you're admitting that none of this is real. <laughs> just like your religion. Just like your Jesus. That's, that was my tweet today. I said, Black L's? Really? What's next? White Jesus? I think that's a very funny statement <laughs> i think it that it really encapsulates the argument you're upset about black L's, okay okay <laughs> tell me again about white jesus <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing to me i'm saying uh <clears throat> hardcore tolkien people say that the books are an allegory for christianity and whatnot but then middle earth is supposed to be europe and uh, the irony being christianity is not a european religion so yeah what you said yeah that's the irony of this whole thing that it's just made up bull stuff <laughs> bull stuffing i might just i might just let it fly as aristotle full throttle after dark I'm just say what's on my mind. I see people out there streaming saying all kinds of things. And I keep it conservative, but you should hear me when the mic is turned off. I let it fly. Maybe you'll see that side of me. Like, cause I get to, I talk about all kinds of things that I don't talk about on the show <laughs> that maybe I shouldn't. It is Aristotle Full Throttle After Dark. <clears throat> Somebody told me to watch RRR. What is that? Right. Regular and red, and I feel you. with sound check. Uh, should check it out. Oh, it's on Netflix. What's RRR? You need to take a second channel and make it age restriction. Yeah, I should do a second channel age restriction and just uh, let it fly. Because uh, you know what I. You know, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that for like actual interview shows, and I'll have people because I, I have guests a lot, and they like to talk about all kinds of racy things, and I'm like. I'm game to talk about those things. I just try to keep it PG because, you know, the content of this show is just entertainment value, generally speaking. Also, you know, anti-racism. Got to be anti-racist. You got to work on your anti-racism. But, the you know, the, the uh, white people that are all sad about black elves, black elves don't exist. White elves don't exist either. It's made up. Good God. But, 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 shut up. <laughs> it's an epic action. It's an Indian epic action drama movie. Well, now I got this TV. I'm going to be watching a lot of stuff, okay? Maybe watching all kinds of things on this TV now. It's gigantic. And if, I, if there was ever an earthquake, it's going to fall on me and kill me. Because I'm sitting right under it, basically. It'll fall straight down, and I'll probably have a t- enough time to dive out of the way. But uh either way I'll, I'll, yeah. <clears throat> racism against antis that's like rage against the machine <laughs> 21st century death by stereo, huh? The 21st. Uh, um, not quite sure what you're saying there. Will. Uh, p- ooh, ah, e- ooh, I got electrocuted. Ouch! That hurts sometimes. Kidding. So, uh, <laughs> there's a guitar player named um, Robert Fripp he plays for King Crimson and he did a cover of that but he did it in cause he's always trying to be different on the guitar you know he played it in a different scale he played it in like one of the hardest scales to play a song which is f- um, l- uh, Phryg- Lydian Lydian no, worry, Phrygian. Was like he was, he was playing a Phrygian version of that. It was cool. It was weird. Yeah, get on Discord. Let's talk it out. saying i think you do rage against the machine what a what a what a wonderful band you know i growing up listening to that band i said these guys is angry and i agree with what they have to say mostly uh the time sometimes though they're a little bit too controversial for me uh you know rage against the machine what do you think about that will rage against the machine some of the stances they take are pretty hard lined i don't know hard line if
1: you can hear me we can talk about it
0: Hard line after hard line. Yeah, I can hear you, Will. I can hear you. Uh, this, this is the it's first working. time. Just first try. We did it. My computer seems this to be working. Shocking. You know what I'm going to do, actually? I've been backing up my um my computer and all of my data, and I'm going to just reinstall everything on this computer. It's <laughs> just a complete <laughs> and, yeah, fresh start. Just a fresh start, and then see if that helps with what's going on. Because... Maybe I can get another six months out of this because I noticed they didn't come out at the Apple event yesterday. They didn't come out with a new Mac, iMac. So I'm like, I got to wait. So I'm going to try to stretch oh, the that's longevity Oh, have been
1: using all this time. You got iMac, okay.
0: I got an iMac because it's all inside the same environment that yeah. I use. Yeah, ba- I can literally – that's the whole thing. I can literally type Control-C, copy, on my Mac or my laptop or my phone – and then I could just control V on any other one of those things, and it will paste the content that I just copied. It's starting to get way more integrated. I know you could do that with pretty much anything, but uh, Apple does make it a little bit more user-friendly, in my opinion and my experience. But Yeah, there's it's a lot very of people intuitive who
1: it when you're used to it. When you stop getting used to Apple's interface and you actually adjust to something else, you start to hate Apple again. Like, because yeah. I was a Apple person when I first started messing with computers and then I had to learn Windows for the job when I left my university and got so used to working with it that when I came back to Apple Machine again it was just like, what is this? And I had to relearn we it. These are the things you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, and then we ditched <laughs> it because the school districts couldn't afford to maintain the cost of those machines so I had to relearn Windows again. But uh, yeah. If you if you're used to it, it's it's second hand.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that, that's the thing is like I, I definitely enjoyed the fact that you can download basically any possible program that you can think of, or you can find you can find any version on a Windows machine, or even a, an Android. You can find pretty much anything you're looking for. And an Apple has a very stringent process, in, for, as far as their app availability, and a lot which makes fewer
1: it- viruses
0: yes well that's funny that you say fewer because they used to brag about how they used to not get any up until about five yeah. six seven years ago and they said we they just changed the verbiage on the website it said it said for years years we don't get any viruses we don't get any viruses and then it just it suddenly changed to highly protected from all types of viruses <laughs> they just changed it slightly enough to be like it turns out but it's such a small market share that's why um, yeah people don't really want to spend the time hacking very few computers when they can hack way more.
1: Yeah. The phones is what brought it out when the iPods and the iPhones blew up. That's what's changed the, uh, the targeting just a little bit, just enough because popularity leads to that. But politics are raised against the machine. You said, what do I think about them?
0: Do you want to go to war? Because we could go to war. I'm for real. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. That's that's the encapsulation. Well, originally, you hopped into the Discord. we were going to talk about um, the. There's a drama that you're watching. Is an action drama? Epic action okay, drama it's movie. It's
1: a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm. It's. I, I still can't remember. Maybe Ange may have recommended it to me. Uh, I can't remember she... who Yeah, what? she may have recommended it to me. Um, I can destroy but everything. But it was I'm big not. on Netflix, and uh, I, I, I had no clue what it was. Yeah, but um, so it's a Bollywood movie, but it's not a Bollywood song and dance movie. It's like just a straight up action right. drama epic. Like it's like three and a half, almost four hours long. I want to say that's um, cool. And somebody's like, "Oh, you've never seen anything like this." It might have been Mike, the drummer. Uh, that's my friend that used to be in a band with me. He might have even recommended it. I remember somebody said, you've never seen anything like this before. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I saw it and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't say I've never seen anything like this before, but it was very, very entertaining.
0: Um, well, you've seen that and- um that version of the Terminator that they did, right? Where all the Terminators turned into like a giant snake and then they turned into like a giant Terminator. I don't know if you see it, but it is Bananas. It was- it is bonkers, bananas, crazy out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of it's no. so, but it looks fun. It's it's the the most possible action you could possibly put in a movie. Um and you this
1: know might give it a run for it. It's it's very much uh I would say you know, it has the impact that uh some people would say Crouching Dragon Hidden Tiger or whatever, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, whatever that was. I always good yeah. the title up. I didn't like that one, but I liked *Hero in like House*. No, that
0: was good though. Oh man, was, that was good. It. It was beautiful.
1: I'm more *Hero in House of Flying Daggers* and Curse of the Golden
0: Flower*. That oh, was that one, was good sorry. too.
1: So, but they're all in the same kind of vein. But it's that kind of movie. Um, and but Shall yell, though. Yeah, she's, she's good. good. I'm not saying her and Chao Yao fat and G. I can't remember the rest of her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Um. Mm-hmm. They're all great. It just there were just production choices in that movie that just took me out of it, like the was wire it, the, work dancing. I love that so much. I love the, just I the lightness of it. Like yeah. I, I don't mind people jumping and flying around, but like having a little yeah. gravity to it is like good for me. Like uh, uh, let's say we're talking about Kung Fu Hustle or we're talking mm-hmm. about Shaolin Soccer. They handle the same kind of like. Over the topness, but with just I was talking about jujitsu
0: baseball, I was talking about <laughs> sure Kung Fu golf. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, those movies, Steven, is it Steven? Yeah, is that his name? Those are hilarious and they're fun and they're really well done. And it, they're production choices that make a difference for me in terms of how it feels when you're watching it. Yeah. But regardless, dialing back RR, uh, I guess is the Bollywood equivalent of that like it's it's that big of a movie over there it's like the hugest thing but it's all it's so huge there that people had to acknowledge it here and upon acknowledging it here it's made a very positive impression so it's a fiction. Isn't that funny?
0: If, a, if a movie ain't in English Americans are like I don't know how to watch this like I just actually watched Parasite finally for the first time two oh, okay. weeks ago three weeks ago and, and it was because I like to put on movies sometimes when I'm like laying down to go to sleep and I'm, like, looking at the uh-huh. screen sideways, and I can't read that way. I can't gr- read, like, kanji, which is top to bottom. Yes. that And that's also Japanese. But uh, th- that movie, South Korean, Paris, it was a very mm-hmm. good movie, but...
1: Yeah, I actually went and saw that at the theater. I'm trying to remember if it was subtitled or if it was dubbed. I cannot well,
0: remember. Hopefully it's subtitled, because dubbed is... They can never get as quality actors to do the dubbing. No, they're no, no, like... they can't. Yeah. There's some students really... that have
1: really good ADR people, though, so... Sometimes
0: they're like, oh, no, you killed my brother, and you killed my family. I'm very angry at you. <laughs>
1: you yeah, know. I, I honestly say I cannot remember if we actually had to read the movie or we saw it in subtitles. I'm betting we saw it in subtitles, because... Typically, when they release it theatrically here, and it's not too far removed from when it's released internationally because it was an Oscar-nominated uh, film, so it... It was, uh,
0: it was the best picture that year. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess you want It was, it. like,
1: as soon as it came out, it was nominated. So there was no, like, delay, like, oh, America discovered it, and now it's going to be nominated, like, out the gate. They're like, because the guy who did this is the guy who did uh, Snowpiercer. And, mm-hmm. uh of one of my friends. I still had this DVD, and I still haven't watched it. I always forget the name of it, but it's the same guy, The Host. Um,
0: the Host, yeah. My
1: friend was like, this is my favorite movie, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go buy it so I can watch it because it was not any of his And I still haven't watched it, but um, mm-hmm. but it's the same guy. He reuses a lot of the same actors in the movies, too. But so it was already like, this dude's doing a movie. They're going to they're gonna give him a shot at winning some awards because they know his work, and Parasite yep. was him doing his work um so on that level i wouldn't but it's not parasite because parasite really is like it's got all the quirks of a of a uh, of a hong kong film but it is definitively a message driven semi-dramatic film right um without being like the humor outweighs the drama of course but still the ultimate point is there's how do you it's so weird for me to say that there's there's a dramatic moral. Right. Like that's so what made do you mean? in a very yeah. in a very dramatic way. Like when the moral of the story hits it, like it hits. It's and a drama. Same thing with RRR. There's a very strong moral and political message in that movie. Yeah. Like huge. And like for what you were talking about earlier about the queen and the monarchy. And Lord yeah. of the Rings, like it hits those points like dead on the head in this movie because it deals with colonialism in a direct way and people's perceptions of what is acceptable within traditions and ideals and and that's what Lord of the Rings is to a lot of people. It's like this is the the ideal of honestly for lack of a better term, whiteness. And that's right, the, but thing also, about the elves.
0: But exactly. But it's it's kind of like that's lost on me, when you think about something like Hamilton, for example, you're like, oh, the important part of this story is the is the ideas behind it, not the race of the people. <laughs> like, yeah. so, but that's so that's not
1: what it is it's for, you know, there's something that's been on my head before this came out. Um, but, you know, people project like a lot of people, they can't identify with anyone who doesn't look like them, sound like them or whatever. Right and then the ideal version of themselves is like outrageous and it's got to be facing for it to exist that's um, why
0: I feel like my show was struggling because I'm like people it's hard to be a 6'3 brown guy with a big giant fro <laughs> and have you know a relatable about, crowd most
1: people sit down on YouTube so like they're it. it I've noticed, and this isn't always true, but there are a lot of creators that I found on YouTube that are way taller than I imagine because you only ever see them sitting down. Right. It's just the irony of it. And it's like, well, that's kind of cool because it's a haven for people who would want to be in entertainment. But if you had to be in a shot and they had to block the shot for you and another person, there's yeah. only the number of people they're going to be able to cast. Like, and, uh, I, gonna...
0: I guarantee you I don't get many roles because I'm too tall. I guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, it's like, although I think, but... although Kenny and uh, Sean from um, from the Goldbergs, they're you know they're not tall people, and I'm in the scene with them, and it seemed to be work out fine. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean, Steve,
1: the flip side of that is
0: they're they're playing kids. It-
1: yeah, and so that's the usefulness of having a tall person in the cast. If you got kids who are going to age out of roles, just cast the rest of the supporting cast as taller people. Just yeah. phase out the original supporting cast, bring in a new supporting cast, and make sure they're all five taller or six people. inches taller. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, friend, find, find. Well, I actually, said,
0: oh, uh, go ahead, sorry. No, it's just um, but as far as height and casting, um uh someone i know <laughs> she was like she's an actor and she was on she was Booked for a series. She's basically the next stage. She was in the final negotiations. She negotiated from five thousand dollars an episode to twenty five thousand dollars an episode, which was a pretty great negotiation. And they were ready to pull the trigger on the whole thing. But then they they cast the main guy who was she was supposed to play her, her the love interest or vice versa, mm-hmm. and he was basically one inch shorter than she is, yeah. and that's how she lost the role. <laughs> He like, said, no, nah, she's too tall. So he wanted... Literally, it just came down to being an inch or three too tall. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. You got to find yourself a, a a agency that specializes in keeping a varied and wide swath of talent who are all over a certain height so that when... It gets to a point where a casting director's like, I got the person I want, but they're just too tall. It's like, yeah. well, we have the people you need to fill out the cast. So <laughs> We've
0: it. got the height. We're the height supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to that ironically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, it's oh. difficult. It's, 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 you know, here's a funny thing, too. Um, just. I'm in the like the dating world again, and like a lot of women tell me that they're like if I go on a date they're like, oh, you really are tall and I'm like, Yeah, why is that a thing and they're like, "No, like every guy I date they're they're like they say they're six foot, but they're really like five nine <laughs> or five yeah. ten and she's just like, you know people are like it's happened more than three times where they're like, Oh, you really yeah. are tall, but um, people, but that's a whole other mess that i won't even talk about right now yeah dating game Um, dating game you made me realize the last one coffee the difference
1: difference between lord of the rings and game of thrones and why people are you know excited about one more than the other yeah what's up? you know what it is hey you watch house of the dragon right
0: yeah, so earlier I was talking about how like House of the Dragon is, is like this fantastical far-off land. And also Lord of the Rings is some fantastical far-off All land. Right. And, and people are like, and some people that love House of the Dragon or, or Game of Thrones are like, get out of here with that Lord of the Rings mess. And I'm like, it's the same. It feels like the same mm-hmm. deal. It feels like the same deal to me.
1: So here's the wrinkle between the two that I think pretty much tells you everything you need to know. New one I has it, way no, more. No, 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 it, no. It's it, another thing that just hit me while we're talking about this because the Targaryens and the people yeah. from the Valeria, thats the island they were on before they got it burned down—were all in the previous series, all very pale, silver-haired people. Right? There were no yeah. black Valerians Um and therefore no black Targaryens, which meant that, Mm -hmm. oh well, then there were not going to be any black people who were born of a certain power.
0: We got a black Valerian now, though, on the new show. Exactly,
1: we got a whole family of them, and the thing is, they worked that in, so they did the same thing that we're seeing in the Lord of the Rings show.
0: It's opportunity that that they're opening for other actors, which is...
1: And also, (laughs) have you heard anything from the fans?
0: About, um... I haven't heard anything from House of the because I'm actually going to watch episode three tonight on this giant TV. Oh, I made
1: complaints about them changing the race of what they initially had ascribed to.
0: The well, honestly, race. I haven't.
1: Yeah, me neither. It's just, you know, because we're talking about the difference between the two, between let's say the Targaryens and the elves is the elves aren't necessarily Aryans because they have people who have brown hair and brown eyes that can be elves. Right. But Targaryens, it's like, like yeah, they're they're the Aryan ideal. They're like the right. fairest skin and the lightest hair. But no, they're not because now we see, oh yeah, they they come in brown, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: and they got dreadlocks uh, and everything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and
0: which just it like, just, when
1: I saw it, even I was just like, oh, we're yeah. doing that.
0: But and at I'm the like, same time, it took like half a second to absorb that. And Like I did note that. I did know. I'm like, oh, I've only ever seen white Targaryens and Valer. I guess I don't really know from the Valerians, but well, except for their stealing,
1: because the Valerian family line is the black people. So he explained that in I guess episode two when he's talking that mm-hmm. oh yeah we our our family just we didn't have dragon riders so we never got to ride dragons so we just made boats. Right. Made boats. Interesting. So And steel. Yeah. Well I think the Valerian steel isn't for the that line, it's for it's made for where they're from. Ah, so I think there's just... one letter difference. One is like got a an O and one has got a an A. And it's still pronounced the same They Doing stupid shit. Um
0: Really? They are they just they just doing that. Is that like when it's Sauron and Saruman are like very kind of close, <laughs>
1: like? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I mean, the fact that even George R. R. What is R. R. for in R. R. Martin and Tolkien?
0: I don't know. It's what? just. A, I think he just wants to be known as a R. R. middle name guy. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. So <laughs> you know, so that they would have those goofy similarities is not a total shock, I guess. Yeah, um,
0: I think he did that yeah. on purpose.
1: So. I, I would He's imagine totally doing that on purple. he can, Martin can take advantage of, you know, his books aren't that old and people aren't that entrenched, so mm-hmm. why not go ahead and let's get ahead of the curve here and just be inclusive because we're seeing it for the first time, but yeah, people are died in the wool when it comes to Lord of the Rings, and hey, I mean, if that's the hell they want to die on, let them.
0: Yeah. And then they'll die off, and then there'll be people who go, hey, isn't this just make-believe? Can't we just make up anything we frickin' want? You know, like, um, for instance, um, I was watching a movie called Control. <laughs> I've seen, well, yeah, I saw yeah. it years years ago. And it's about Ian, uh, the singer for for um, Joy Division. It's they, yeah,
1: it's a great movie.
0: It was probably my favorite band ever. And... Is filmed by Anton Corbin. Anton Corbin, of course, was their uh-huh. photographer. He kind of he went on tour with them. All of those black and white photos of Joy Division were taken by Anton Corbin. And then, like 25 this years later, very... uh, 30 years later, he decided to make the movie about this band that he spent so much time with. So he knew them personally, individually. And the dude who plays the singer looks exactly like this. He behaves, he's got all Anything of the quirks down. He just, it's just so incredible how good he is in that role. But you know what? He has brown eyes, and the original singer has blue eyes. Uh (laughs) I don't believe it. I don't believe it.
1: (laughs) Well, guess what? (laughs)
0: Doesn't matter.
1: The movie's in black or white.
0: That's true. (laughs) That's true. But you (laughs) can see his eyes are dark, and uh, the the original singer had very clear blue eyes. Uh, So that was the only difference. But very yeah. true. The movie is in black well, the and white, so it doesn't matter.
1: They, they, like on the DVD uh, special features, they do have footage from some of the original TV appearances of Joy Division when they were first starting out, which were the basis for the actor for his portrayal. And so you can do a side-by-side of him playing the scene. Um, and it's so uncanny. Because Ian was a, a very, very unique and oddly mannered person in every aspect yes. of how he moved. So- his
0: behavior on stage was very, it was like a very comfort, like it was like a self-comforting kind of tick. He would like swing his arms around and, and sort of like do these sort of self-soothing motions, which is, yeah. I think, a lot of it. Because he's... he's terrified of performing. That was like one of the things about that guy.
1: Yeah. My takeaway was I immediately thought that he maybe had Asperger's or something.
0: Um, Probably.
1: And the fact that yeah. he took his own life kind of plays into that, that a certain level of detachment from appropriate responses and just mostly being able to process things to the point of being yeah. overwhelmed. So um, I mean
0: one can speculate that perhaps he had some, some form of neuro- neurodivergence or some kind yeah. of you know he, he he's clearly struggled with something cuz he he killed himself hung himself yes but, yeah. yeah but uh, that, sorry I mean, spoiler alert <laughs> yeah <laughs> spoiler alert but, but hey uh, hey happy uh but ultimately you know it's not all bad because we got uh we, we got new order out of it because the rest of the band formed a new order of the band which is the guitar player moved over to be the singer and now there are a new order so uh so how does it feel how does (laughs) it feel to treat me like you do yeah but yeah great movie great music
1: uh and corbin like it's funny because for me, my point of reference for him was always YouTube, YouTube, yeah. 2 a lot of their early way Joshua Tree. Target for all their stuff, yeah. Um, but he's photographed way more people than that, even. But, uh, well, I
0: used to remember when I would get Rolling Stone magazine as a kid. So many of the portraits would be like Anton Corbin. It would just say, "It would say," so many of the rock and roll portraits. But can you name this one? Yeah.
1: So, all right, so I sung with Titles. But that's the song that 90s Nails covered on the Crow soundtrack that is a that's Joy correct. Division song. Or is it a it's New Cold. Order song? Fallen Souls, it's, Dead Souls.
0: Dead Souls, you got a Ding, 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 ding. ding. took me a minute. Ooh, My processors. i so
1: bingo. <laughs> that's probably the first of the, their songs, the first that I actually like heard and knew that's who it was because I owned that album and I could read liner notes and not just know I'd heard a song and it's like oh that song is familiar I've heard that most of my life like, that's I a at, like, yeah, it's a great yeah, cover
0: it's excellent it is. cover first 90s, nail song I actually liked. really? you didn't like I a... I didn't hey. <laughs> what was that? this is the first days of my last days That oh, okay. is wish. That is wish. That's wish. Um, okay. Do yourself I'm a favor. I'm, I'm, um remember we watched we talked about the, the Dave Grohl, uh, the Foo Fighters trivia concert for Taylor Hawkins and a lot of the uh-huh. show Josh Freeze was playing the drums on uh uh-huh. on all the songs because Josh Freeze can play anything. Also, I learned um the other day, I'm not sure who I learned this from, but Josh Freeze played. Oh, you might know him as the the drummer for um, for a perfect circle. Perfect circle. <laughs> uh-huh. That's his band. He's, he's also, what? Go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. I'm I'm just I'm I'm like affirming what you're saying because like I just keep going. I I, I know this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's he's, he's the greatest. I always say we used to joke when we would record that. Let's just get Josh Freese to do it, because everybody calls Josh Freese. Every song you heard in the last 20 years was probably Josh Freese playing on the drums. B- by the way, spoiler yeah. alert. You, listen, Good Charlotte? No, Bad Charlotte, because Josh Freese recorded their entire album on the drums. Uh, Avril Lavigne? Josh Freese plays the drums. If you listen to the radio, Josh Freese is the studio musician playing the drums, <laughs> probably. If it's yes. rock alternative. I have friends. Okay, I'm not going to name them. It's very sad because I'm friends with them, but Josh freeze recorded the drums for them on a notable, uh, They you would know the name of this band. And I was like, Oh man, because yeah. they're my friends. And it's just like, they were like, well, we got to get Josh freeze to play drums. <laughs> also. I have another friend, my friend, Noel Takahashi. Um, He and his band called one hour, hour left. it was funny. I picked up there this years ago. I picked up their demo, it had four songs on it, and it said their names of the bands, and uh, Dinesh is the guitar player, Noel is the singer. I think it was just a guitar player and the singer at the time, and they and they said, drums, Josh Freeze. I was like, what? <laughs> Josh Freeze. And then they said, yeah, yeah, we still owe him money, because he's like $5,000 an hour or something like that. But yeah. he will record your album in two hours. <laughs> so, yeah. like... Uh, oh. He he's inc- he's impeccable he's an impeccable drummer but what I wanted to say is um, one of the cool things about Josh Freeze is that w- he played Taylor Hawkins' kit the other day the exact setup he told the tech he said I want you to set up Taylor's drums exactly how Taylor set them up and I want to play his actual drums so he's playing Taylor's actual real setup exactly in the same position he said I had to adjust my uh, my, my pedal my kick my kick pedal. Oh, that was the only thing that he did. he adjusted. He said, the crash was way too high for me, but I, I had to keep reaching for it. I had to I had to figure it out. That's how good Josh Freeze is. He can play backwards, upside down, any which way. Here's another fun story about Josh Freeze. This is how good he is. This is how good. I'm I'm singing the praises of an incredible drummer that everybody should know about. His, his band uh, is A Perfect Circle, and his other one is called... I forget the other name, But in the '90s or early 2000s, he he, he was. I believe it. He could probably play anything. He was on tour with his one of his bands, and one of the other. It was Lollapalooza, I think, and 311 was on the tour. Now, 311 is a. Uh, I can't I can't pull a 311 riff out right now, but they got a lot of good riffs. Um Down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dun, 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 down, down. You know, not super simple, but not not super difficult at the same time. But right. the, <laughs> Josh Freeze tells the story. You can you can go on YouTube and find him talking about this. He's like, yeah, so I'm in my on my bus or in my van, and uh, we're on tour. We're a few weeks into this Lollapalooza tour, and one of the days, uh, I see I get a knock on my door on my trailer, and it's the guys from 311. And their drummer is in a cast. <laughs> he had broken his arm playing frisbee that day. And they were like, Josh, I broke my arm. We've got to play a show tonight. Can you play the show tonight as our drummer? And Josh was like, Okay, yeah, sure. All right, I'll do that. And then he, they just gave him a, a CD of the set list. And he listened to it a bunch of times and proceeded to play th- drums for 311 that night and for the following two weeks <laughs> every yeah. night while he also played in his band. Now, the fun part is, I was playing Wish by Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, that song is very fast on the drums. It's very, very fast, very hi-hat, very hip. And of course, Trent Reznor, singer for Nine Inch Nails, hires josh all the time and he says that he'll hire josh and he'll just he'll just have josh play a bunch of drums and then he'll cut it up in his way his artistic way that 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 trent reznor hears things but live he has gone out with josh freeze on the drums playing that crazy chopped up super difficult drum parts (laughs) live now you can watch these clips on youtube of josh freeze playing live super fast And super well, because he's not just a good drummer technically, he's a really good drummer artistically. He knows where to accent, he knows how to play into the vocal part of a song, he knows how to accentuate the lyrics of a song while playing drums, and um, if you don't know what I mean, watch him play the song Wish with Nine Inch Nails Live, Josh Fries, Wish, Nine Inch Nails Live. Watch that. And you will see him literally playing super fast, but also hitting drums when Trent Reznor is singing certain words, like hitting them like to accent the, yes. the actual message of the song. And that's pretty yes, sir, pretty. Yeah. So that was a diatribe. That was uh, not a diatribe, but that was like yeah. a monologue about. Good the, okay, job, the, Josh. The voice with
1: Josh Reese. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like I knew where we were going on that one. I was just like, all right. This man has done so much for so many because, like, yeah, when the pumpkins were without a drummer when they had to fire Jimmy Chamberlain,
0: guess who they got? They definitely gotta get Josh Freeze. And they also got Kenny um uh Kenny Loner or wait, Danny Loner. Uh Who am I thinking about?
2: Uh,
0: Are you trying to play Zero? I'm trying to play Zero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, now this was back in I guess 96, I go say he filled in before uh, Matt Cameron did. Yes. With Josh Reeves and then Matt Cameron. Um, yeah. So he's the course, guy you hire. Yeah, he's he is the dude. Like if if you go to like All Music and pull up his credits, you'll be exhausted. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. I looked at. I was like, I sent a screenshot to my friend. I said, "These are how many bands Josh Fries has played in," and it was like two screenshots long of yeah. all bands you've heard of um yeah. but uh the guy's probably got tens of billions of dollars at this point because he is, his time is very valuable and his <laughs> right. timing yeah. is very good yeah his style it's all style but right, yeah man, i've man. seen i've seen him play with uh, a perfect circle i think i've seen a perfect circle 3 times and two times he was with them the last time i went and saw him he yeah. was not with them
1: he was one of the founding members, but I don't think he made it past the third recording. All right. His, yeah. The album I was thinking of is the one that came out in 2000, and the title is <laughs> very clever. What is it? The Notorious One Man Orgy.
0: That's true. That is very <laughs> clever, and it makes sense. It really does. That's how I picture him playing with himself um well <laughs> game over
2: man it's game over <laughs>
0: <Robo-Octubus>. <laughs> yeah he is he is one of the one of the greats and and he's one of those guys you just if you're not a musician's musician you won't know who he is but he is also you've heard his work. Every, you've heard him all you've heard him today probably <laughs> incredible incredible well will i gotta say uh, now it's time to say goodbye because I, I gotta. It's it's about that time where I have to eat food. I have to do that every day. Also, I'm on the mend. I feel better. Today was like the first day. I was like, I think I'm turning a corner. I'm on antibiotics, a second round of antibiotics because I got injured myself a couple weeks ago and uh, and I, I wasn't feeling so well. And then they gave me a second round of antibiotics. And now I'm at the point where I'm feeling good enough to want to stop taking the antibiotics because Still take them, but them but around. that's the <laughs> but that's the exact thing they tell you not to do because <laughs> then yeah that's where i'm at i'm like oh but i feel good i don't want to take these antibiotics anymore but you got to finish them i gotta finish they're finished monday so got to keep taking them can't go out in the sun though i'll burn ah. that's one way to kill a vampire what are you up to will
1: Getting ready to go to bed so I can be at work at seven thirty tomorrow morning to continue working. And then 30. the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was not the life I chose for myself. It's just kinda how it worked itself out.
0: Well, was, it's the salt of the earth. You're you're doing it you're doing God's work. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I think God's like why do you guys use those computers? Let it go.
0: <laughs> uh, so, you, remind us again uh, your your uh, line of work.
1: My official title is technology
0: specialist. He is a technology is really specialist.
1: So well, I just help keep the technology is- running for the schools in the neighborhood.
0: I could probably get you a job in Hollywood as a DIT then, uh, if you ever make it out this way. Because uh, uh, digital information technologist, you can... Uh... My friend Travis, he's been on the show many times. That's his profession. He, is a, he manages data. Because that's all things are... Back in the day, that used to be called the, the loader. There used to be camera department. You had the camera person. You had the first assistant camera person who pulls the focus. You have the second... Assistant camera person who does stuff like helps you load the magazine, the film magazine, right, back yeah. film. And then they'll also grab that magazine and bring it back to the truck to the loader, who is sitting on the truck with their arms in a tent that, that blacks out all of the light so they can change the film just by feel. You have to change the film out. By feel, so it's not exposed to any light. Right, yeah, and they and right. <laughs> so they would do that. That's the third AC, the loader. And uh, now that job, because everything has gone digital, is called the digital information technologist, where they take the cards out of the camera. Transfer the, the data. You transfer that data, and they manage it. And it's not uh, something to take lightly, because that is all of the work that's being done is mm-hmm. being put on that card. So you have a, a big responsibility to manage that data and make sure it doesn't get corrupted and that you're you're saving it in triplicate. So it's crazy. Uh,
1: I don't like the sounds of that stress level. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It can oh, be
0: stressful. This is where I am. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes they're turning over cards really quickly and you didn't have enough time to hash the data. So it's a whole thing. Um, like you're always
1: a few moments away from a. Christian Bale
0: <laughs> Exactly. Well, well. Thanks for joining me on the show. Uh, thanks for having uh, well, we, we, you know, have a happy Friday. I might be back tomorrow. Uh, I'm Enjoy definitely going to be watching TV, my friend. I shall. I get to d- play with all the drop down menus and sub menus <laughs> and and figure out all this. things. It's such a. It's right now. It's a third monitor, so like I can just row anything up right up now i'm looking up at the tv with me on it because i just moved obs all the way up there (laughs) like that's pretty crazy um it's a fun time thanks and speaking of fun time it's always a fun time when will is on the show to contribute his thoughts and uh appreciate you thank you guys for watching i'm aristotle full throttle have a good night enjoy your spaghetti